In Christ's name, again, I'm going to accent the first three verses that will be on the screen pretty much the whole sermon here today. And the first verse you've now heard twice, but you've actually heard it much more than that. Do these words sound familiar? May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. That's what the benediction you hear every Sunday at the end of worship. It's basically appointed for all our liturgies now. It's used in all our churches and across our churches and in multiple denominations. Originally from Numbers chapter 6, where the Lord Yahweh, that's his name, that's important because his name is used in the benediction. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yahweh lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel and I will bless them. Almost all of our liturgy is a direct quotation of the scriptures and this, the climax at the end, may be, may be the most holy, sacred, surely the oldest words we use for 3,500 years now. We have been saying that ironic benediction, Aaron's, the brother of Moses, Aaron's blessing as commanded by God upon the Israelites. It, we know it was used because it's, it's basically quoted or at least cited multiple times in the Old Testament, including maybe the best, our psalm here today, Psalm 67, used in Jesus' time and in the early Christian church onward. By the way, as an aside, one thing I've noticed as your intentional interim pastor, there, there are no severe uh, chronic needs of Trinity Lutheran Church. There's always challenges, of course, but I, as I've mentioned, have not come into a church this time that's got a major crisis. But there is one challenge I'm going to share with our expanded call committee, maybe our elders too, and that is there could be a need maybe in every church for this kind of repetition. It's a good thing as long as it's not just rote and unthinking to hear over and over and over again and to speak over and over and over again. Indeed, the words God commanded us to use. I'm not preaching on that benediction per se today. Although, along with the Bible study I always provide to you, if you can't come to mine or Raleigh's or, or the women's or, or the teen class, um, you can pick up my Bible study as you exit. I also printed tomorrow's email for you because I de do detail so much about Aaron's blessing there. Every little word could be a sermon 
God, be gracious to your grace, God's undeserved favor and acceptance. His face shining upon you, and you don't die like it's supposed to happen. But with that grace, he brings you into his presence, and his face is toward you, looking upon you. Indeed, to give you peace, shalom, wholeness, completeness, the forgiveness of your sins in Jesus Christ. And perfection eventually you'll see in heaven. I mean, in the email, I even mentioned that the pronoun you in this blessing is singular throughout. Isn't that interesting? It's not just the congregation that is blessed. It's you individually receive that at the end of today's worship. But again, that's not my sermon today, the benediction. It is filled with the gospel message. The word benediction means good word. There's the good news. That because of Jesus, God gives you grace and peace. I will say, I think the most profound thing about the benediction is that God blesses. In the meaning of that word in Hebrew, there's a connotation of kneeling and, 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 and almost worshiping. The, the person who blesses is usually lower than the one being blessed. This is astounding here that God who should be blessed by us. We should be giving everything to him. He gives to you. That's the gospel message of, of the Savior. He came to us, right? The Son of Man came to, not to be served, but to serve, to give his life as a ransom for many. All God's gifts because of Jesus given to you. It's humbling, indeed, and exalting. And it's also, I think, very Practical. There's one little word I'm going to highlight in color on the screen from Psalm 67. It adds one point to the most familiar benediction. May God be gracious to us, bless us, make his face shine upon us. That. Or four or two, literally, in Hebrew. So that there's a purpose for this blessing. And it's in the psalm. So that your way be known on earth, your saving power among all peoples. There's today's worship theme. Among all peoples. Today, October, or August 16th, as you exit, you are blessed for that purpose that God would make known His salvation among all peoples. All peoples, without exception. Again, it was planned and predicted in the Old Testament. We heard Isaiah 56. Even foreigners would be welcomed by the Lord. Today, the epistle connects. Romans chapter 11. Both Jews and Gentiles, Paul says, are grafted together. And the poignant story of Jesus with that Canaanite foreign woman who's making a scene she too all she needs is the crumbs of Christ's grace and she receives them you too will meet people like that as you go out those doors 
people you might be tempted in your sin, mine too, to, to neglect, to avoid. There is no exception. And as you are blessed, God will make known his saving power through you. I heard a sermon on the internet this week that emphasized the point of God saving us undeservedly by his grace and love is not just for us and, and not just for others. It is for himself to show his grace and glory, how magnificent he is that he could gather all sinners to himself. And again, this is all through the Old Testament. We've had verses like this recently. But let me share with you just two, three examples. Deuteronomy chapter 4, the peoples will say, what a great nation is this that has a God so near to it as Yahweh, our God, is near to us, God will be glorified in you as his grace and peace shines through you. And it's not primarily something you do. Paul, undeservingly, just one more verse. Even in the New Testament, we see this. 1 Timothy chapter 1 Paul says the saying is trustworthy, deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. We get the hymn, chief of sinners, though I be, because of the next line. But I receive mercy for this reason that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience, all his grace and forgiveness as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. God is showing himself. I know you have probably seen, maybe Trinity Lutheran Church actually used at one point, I don't see him now, those signs as you exit the parking lot. Have they been used here in the past? Decades ago, they were popular amongst churches. You are now entering the mission field. As you receive the benediction, you go forth on a mission sharing Christ's grace shown to you. And we have that in our church motto, up, in, but then out. And we'll emphasize practical ways in the announcements we always do in, in, in our ministries. But again, it is God who is doing this. His ways are being known. He is the power. If you truly receive the benediction, confessing your sins, receiving his grace, knowing his peace, the light of his face will shine through you. And you are blessed so that his name will be known. Amen.